Welcome to Coffee Talk with Linda Davis. I'm Linda Davis. Just a little about myself before we dive into God's Word today. I love Jesus. I love coffee. And I love sharing keys to abundant living. So, if you haven't already, go grab a cup of coffee and join me today as I talk about being God's end time glory carriers. We talked in last week's podcast about the end times and what that's going to look like. And really, you know, uh, there was a lot I didn't get into for sake of time, but the evil that's going to cover the earth, there will be evil. There already is evil covering the earth. And God's answer to that will be an army that will rise up, an army of men and women equipped in the fire of God and the glory of God that will be led by the Holy Spirit. What does God say about a situation? What does God say to do about a situation? What does God say to say about a situation? And it will be the people that will be willing to do and say and be and go no matter what, where and what God says. Being only uh, directed by the Holy Spirit, just like they were in New Testament times, just like they were in Acts, in Romans, of Paul, Peter, the disciples of Jesus. We're disciples of Jesus. Will we be accountable to the Holy Spirit only and not the religious entities in front of us? That's how your glory carriers. That's how you walk in the glory of God, carrying the glory of God. Being, what does it mean being a glory carrier? What does that mean? Right? Like, is there literally this physical ooh light shining about you? No, but there's something different. And when you walk in a room, when you step in a place, you're a light in the darkness. You're a light among the evil. You are shining his light. You are a reflection of God. Some people will love that. Some people will hate it. It will stir the atmosphere. For anyone to carry God's glory, they have to truly be a child of God, walking in all of God's ways, walking in a life of holiness, being holy as God is holy, like he requires of us, equipped by the blood of Jesus Christ to do that, right? If you want to go to Isaiah chapter 60 for a moment, always one of my favorites, arise and shine. It's time, army of God, to get up and go. You've been trained, you're equipped. It's time to go forth. It's the complacency and the comfortableness is over. Arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. And more so than that, Deep darkness, the people. Are we not there? And truthfully, the generations before us, they thought they were there, but they weren't even close compared to how close we are. I mean, there is darkness and gross darkness. There is deception that goes beyond deception. There is evil. There is manipulation of children's minds 
I mean, they're going and they're going big. So the glory carriers of the Lord need to go and go big. It's time for sure. It said deep darkness to people, but I love the buts and the hips and the howevers and the therefores in the Bible. It always means there's hope. But the Lord will arise over you. You listening right now, the Lord will arise over you. Me speaking right now, the Lord will arise over me. It's us. We're the ones. We're the glory carriers. Yes. You and me, God's waiting on us to do what he wants to do. Isn't that a humbling thought? God is waiting on us to do what he wants to do. His glory is going to be seen over us. And what's the response to that? The Gentiles shall come to your light. For us, what does that mean? Because we're actually Gentiles, right? Brought in. We've been grafted in by the blood of Jesus. So what does that mean for us? That means the non-believer will be drawn to the light of the believer. The the non-believer will be drawn to the glory of God, right? Shining from us. They will be drawn to, they will come to our light and kings to the brightness of our rising. So good. Lift up your eyes. Here we are again. We're back at that same place of level up. Look up, look up, go up, ascend up so you can descend empowered and equipped by the power and the fire of God. We ascend in worship. We descend in battle, battle for souls, for the kingdom of God. Right then, lift up your eyes, verse four, all around and see. They all gather together. They come to you. They come to the glory carriers. They come to me. Are we ready? We better get ready and we better be ready for them to come to us. Do you have an answer in due season? Why is your God so great? Why do you serve your God? Why do you walk the way you walk? Why do you make the choices you make? Are we ready when they come to us, when they're desperate, when they're desperate for truth in their lives, when they need something, something in their life has to change. It has to shift. Do we have the words they need to step into the freedom and the truth they need? They're coming to us. Your son shall come from afar and your, da- your daughter shall be nursed at your side. Then, then you shall see and become radiant and your heart shall swell with joy because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you. We will watch the kingdom of God being enlarged. When we carry God's glory, it means we're shining his light. We are ambassadors for Christ. We are a living, walking, breathing example of who and what God is. We're the light of the world. We're the city that's set on the hill that cannot be hidden. The enemy has tried and he's tried hard to keep a blanket over our lights, but it's time for us, like Isaiah 60 says, to arise and to shine, to rise up in the power and the authority and the fire and the glory that God has covered us with, that he has caused to be seen upon us. 
This time is here and it's here for you and it's here for me. And it's for now. We see over the whole world now, there's an identity crisis going on. People don't know who they are. People don't know what they are. There's confusion. It, there's, there's just mass misunderstanding. And so if we have any confusion as Christians of who we are, what we are, we are, we are carriers of God's glory. That's our identity. That's our purpose going forward. We've been grafted into the body of Christ. We are sons and daughters of God, co-heirs with Christ, glory carriers, going forth in his power. Like I said, a city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. We don't need to cower in the corner. The enemy's been laughing at us doing that. He's been laughing at us thinking we're walking the good life, living the comfortable Christian life. We are not at all prepared for what's about to come. We are not at all prepared for the evil that is trying to overtake us. If we have not done what Revelation 4 says, if we have not answered the trumpet call to come up higher, to come up to a deeper level in Christ, like I said a few weeks ago, to level up in him so that the Holy Spirit we recognize his voice. We know when he's speaking to us. We know when he's showing something to us. We see as he desires us to see, like Jesus said, I only do what I see the Father doing. Our vision that clearly in the Lord, as we have come up higher, as Revelation 4 says, that we can be shown things that must take place. So we're not caught off guard. We're not blind spiritually to what is going on. What's the truth about every situation that ends up before us? How do we become a glory carrier? We seek the glory. We have a desire for the glory of God, a hunger for the glory of God. We become a lover of his presence. Daily, we seek after God. We have to have a heart for his presence. We pursue him. We, we, we just, we can't go without it. It's like for myself, here's an example. I, I love that first cup of coffee in the morning. I think about that first cup of coffee in the morning. I, that first cup of coffee doesn't come to me. I go to that cup of coffee. I pursue it. I get up. I seek the coffee pot. And I know this is a small example. I make the cup of coffee. Then I enjoy the coffee. If I don't do that, I'm not having the coffee. It's the same with the glory of God. It's the same with experiencing his presence. We pursue him. We wake up in the morning. Is after, I gotta have the glory of God today. I wanna be somebody who walks in the glory of God every day. I'm walking around carrying his presence with me every day. How do I do that? I tap into him first thing in the morning. Like I gotta have that coffee, I gotta have Jesus. I gotta have his presence. I gotta be in worship. I have to know him more than I knew him yesterday. That's what we do. We pursue, we pursue. We've never pursued enough. If we ever become complacent, our glory begins to diminish. We have to, just like Moses, I've gotta see your face. Will you please show me your face? If you go to Exodus, I think it's chapter 33, 
And it's in verse 18. And Moses is begging God, please show me your glory. Now, interestingly, uh, if you go a few verses before this, Moses is like, I can't, I can't go anywhere without you. I can't go anywhere without your presence. Like if you, if you don't, if you don't go with me, I'm not going. And so God actually says to Moses, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. We have to have that same thing. Moses is saying here in verse 13 of Exodus 33. Now, therefore, I pray if I have found grace in your sight, show me now your way that I may know you and that I may find grace in your sight and consider that this nation is your people. I have to be promised. I have to know that if you send me, you're going with me. I'm not going alone. Verse 15, if your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. I don't even want to know and I don't even want to go if you're not going with me, God. That's powerful. And that's after God said to him, my presence will go with you. He's like, if it doesn't, I don't want to go. It's not going to work. And so then Moses says to him, just please show me your glory. He hungered for it. He thirsted for the glory of God. This is why his face shone, right? Remember, he would come down from the mountain and the people would put their hands up. They didn't even want to look at Moses. Never mind God. That's how much of a glory carrier he was. And we know God is no respecter of persons. So if he he can expose himself to Moses, he can expose himself to us. And we know Moses wasn't a perfect man. So we can't sit there and say, we're not worthy. We haven't measured up. We're worthy. We repent of anything and all things we need to. We walk, like I said earlier, in the holiness of God to the best of our ability, repenting when we don't, quickly turning from our ways, pursuing God in all things, pursuing and desiring. Do we desire his presence? Do we have a desire to see his glory as Moses did? And God honored Moses and said, I will do this thing you have spoken for. You have found grace in my sight and I know you by name because he was a pursuer of God. Let's jump to a New Testament example real quickly. Peter carried the glory of God. How do we know? His shadow healed people. That's God's glory healing people just as Peter walks by them. In Acts chapter five, uh, verse um, 15, so they that brought the sick out into the streets and laid them on beds and couches that at least the shadow of Peter passing by might fall on some of them. It healed him. A multitude gathers, like Isaiah 60 said, they're coming to you because you're a glory carrier. God's no respecter of persons. So Peter carried the glory, right? If Moses carried the glory, we can carry the glory. What did they do? They sought God. They desired God. Peter hung out in that upper room until the Holy Spirit fell upon him, right? The upper room, not the lower room, the upper room. He went up higher. God's calling you up higher. He's calling me up higher so he can show us all the things that must take place so we can be equipped to be the glory carriers, having a hunger for his glory, a desire for his presence more than anything else. 
desiring to go forth for kingdom purposes, kingdom purposes, bringing God's truth, bringing his glory and understanding that this will bring us to a uh, scrutinized, marked, um, like I said, maybe it was in the previous podcast last week, that if we're looking for honor and we're looking for reputation and a platform, that is not what a glory carrier is. A glory carrier is somebody that's willing, regardless of the cost, to speak out the truth of God, bringing freedom to his people. Those are glory carriers. Those are the ones that are going to go forth in the end times, being the city on a hill that you cannot put the light out of, being the ones that the non-believers are drawn to, like Isaiah 60 told us. God is calling us in this hour to rise up, to enlist basically in the army, and the army of God being men and women equipped through the fire of God to carry his glory forth through all the earth. Just like all the earth is going to be covered in evil, all of the earth will need to be covered in the fullness of truth, in the fullness of his fire, in the fullness of his glory going forth. I'm going to challenge you today to get ready and be ready to speak boldly the words God has you to speak, to speak his truth forth, to speak it in love, being a reflection of all that God is, being a glory carrier. 